Hello friends and welcome to episode one of the Body Chronicles. So this is my new podcast and I'm just starting. My name's Hallie Burke and welcome to this journey that we are about to embark on together. Where is this going to go? Where is this going to lead us? I don't really know. I'm going to kind of do all of this off the dome. I have some notes written, some things that I want to do. I have a goal in mind of what I want this to be. But honestly, I want this to be a passion project, something that can kind of take life on its own, form its own, and expand into who knows. If nothing else, I want this to be a uh, virtual document for me to look back on to see what I was thinking and feeling uh, at this point in my life. And yeah, that's just kind of what I want to do. So I just want to thank you if you've decided to embark on this journey with me. Who knows why or how you ended up here, but thank you so much. Um, whenever I have people support my journey or hear what I have to say, um, it really does mean a lot to me. It makes me feel like I'm fulfilling the purpose um, that I was meant to be here on this planet for. So I wanted to start a podcast because I, um, I journal a lot. I journal a lot, I write a lot, I meditate, I pray, I write Instagram captions, I study psychology, I do all of these things. I talk to myself a lot. Um, And I thought, you know, why not just speak it into a voice recorder and see if anybody resonates with it? Um, Because I converse with people in my day-to-day that seem to find some sort of resonation with the words that I say, so why not put it on my iPad and upload it to the world and see what happens? Um, This whole idea kind of started from recording voice memos to myself in our quarantine um, that we had in 2020. I started doing that in April as kind of a therapeutic thing as I would go on walks. And I read back on, I listened back on them the other day, and it was really inspiring and crazy and thought-provoking to hear the things that I was feeling at those points, um, things that I would not be able to remember to this day. You know, when you reflect back on where you were at mentally or physically at a different time, you can remember the big bits and pieces, but the little tiny details and the things that you were exactly thinking, you're not going to remember those. And to hear the inflection in your voice and all of that, it's, it's really crazy. And so I thought, I have a lot to say on my mind right now. I have a lot of things I'm going through. I have a lot that I feel like I can offer to people. So we're just going to dive into this. So thank you again for joining me on this journey and let's get started. So you're probably wondering what exactly are we going to do? What, who exactly am I? What do I bring to the table? Why should you keep listening along? Well, if you kind of got anything out of the title, it's called the Bonnie Chronicles. Chronicling my body, your body, all of our bodies, because my body has been through a lot. I feel like I've been in every point. I've been small, I've been large, low body fat, high body fat. I've loved myself, hated myself. I've been up and down, up and down for years, and I wanted to chronicle my journey to self-love and how I've gotten to where I've gotten today, and my philosophies on self-love, body dysmorphia, finding that appreciation for your body that so many people, especially women, 
can never seem to find. Um, not to say that men don't experience that. I think that they do. This podcast is for everybody, but I am only speaking for myself as a woman and what I've seen from other women. Um, it's not just why I'm speaking on my experience as a woman, as a college-age woman. Uh, so a little bit about me. I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm from Ohio. I'm um, studying to become a registered dietitian. My long-term goal is to work in sports nutrition. I love, love, love working with athletes. I um, like to work in the NFL one day, but I also have a really big passion for uh, disordered eating and uh, sports psychology and eating disorders within general population and athletes. So as I am studying um, to become a registered dietitian, I'm an undergrad right now, um, that's kind of what I'm hoping to do. So take what I say as merely experience and merely my own research and observation. I am not a registered dietitian yet. I'm not a registered sports nutritionist yet. Um, I don't have the specialization in uh, eating disorders and disordered eating quite yet. So don't take anything that I say as medical advice. I'm not going to give you like exact medical advice. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to speak on my experiences and things that I've picked up along the way. And if something resonates with you, that's great. Because I've noticed all too often, especially being a college student, that so many people are walking around with unspoken mental problems, hatred for themselves, hatred for their body, and it's normalized. So much negativity towards yourself and towards life is normalized in college, and that just doesn't sit right with me. I feel like since the moment that you're born, society and there's plays into this, expectations play into this, environment plays into this. There's so many different things that play into the growing up and frankly hating yourself. It's like if you love yourself, that's not the norm and that's crazy to me. It's normalized to have so much hate for your body, to constantly want to be smaller and smaller, um, change things about yourself. We can never be content with where we're at and that's just never going to sit right with me. I've spent practically my whole life feeling that way. And for a multitude of reasons, which I'll get into, I just said, screw it. I'm not going to feel like that anymore. Why do you want to put so much negativity, so much energy into hating a vessel that you're stuck with for life? There's, You're not getting out of this. You're not changing your who you are. So you might as well embrace it. And... We're going to do that together. I'm not perfect by any means. The point that I'm at right now, it's taken me 20 years to get to this point, but I'm working on it every day. I want you to work on it every day. I want people to see how amazing and beautiful and unique and quirky and different we are and that that's not a bad thing and that bodies are not supposed to all be the same. We're all going to be different and you might as well just embrace that. So let's get into a little bit of my background and the things that I've been through that have led me to this point. Well, this is a, this is a story. Oh, I feel like, I feel like my life a movie. I always say that to my best friend, my life a movie. And I guess it really all started when I was 11, 12 years old. Um, I was a, I was an interesting specimen as a child. Um, when I was little, I, I liked to be 
weird. I like to be considered a weirdo and like different. Um, I was kind of an outcast. Didn't have a lot of friends. Got bullied a little bit, but I had a solid group of friends and I was happy. I was a happy kid. And I don't know what happened. I remember the exact day that something started to switch in me. And to this day, I could not tell you what exactly triggered this. But all of a sudden, I got extremely self-conscious about the way that I looked and my body and my weight. And all of a sudden, something shifted in me and that happy weirdo little girl was ripped away. And my kind of adolescent years were ripped away from me. Um, I spiraled into a really difficult eating disorder, which... Even right now, that is hard for me to say. I spent pretty much five to eight years of my life uh, like not speaking on it at all. I uh, didn't want anybody to know when I was going through the things and the lowest points that I was going through. Um, never spoke on it to anybody close to me. Um, I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. Uh, it took away a lot of me, and I can dive into that more as we go on, but... Even after I got through the lowest of points, I would say maybe sophomore year of high school, junior year of high school, I was never fixed. I had these weird food rules, these perceptions of my body. I never, ever, ever liked the way I looked. I was so self-conscious. I would not go places. I would not see people. I would not wear things. I would work out out of spite for myself rather than love for myself I had just such a negative perception of me and of the world around me and it really affected me it affected my relationships with my family with my friends it affected my relationship with myself of course it really gave me this negative and construed perspective on life that life wasn't meant to be enjoyed life wasn't meant to be happy I was never going to be happy I wasn't worthy of love I wasn't worthy of so many things. I wasn't worthy of anything. And I never thought it was going to get better. I thought that's just, that's how you live. And that's just how it is. And it caused me a lot of problems. But one day, I fell into the weight room. So, to put it lightly, the gym saved my life. I couldn't tell you how I stumbled into this whole thing. Somehow I picked up a dumbbell one day, I went into the weight room, and I never looked back. Really quickly, about my anyway, sophomore year of high school, I'd been like lifting weights, going to the gym for a while, but seriously weightlifting, maybe sophomore, junior year of high school is when I really got into it, and I became obsessed. I cannot explain to you how obsessed. I had every gym shark legging that you could possibly have in your life. I know, that is... That's really embarrassing for me to say. I was the Gymshark queen. Um, but I latched on to this thing. Um, and it sent me from hating myself and not wanting to be seen to I finally had a thing that I felt good at. I never felt good at anything in my life. I wasn't a, I wasn't a sports kid. I was a marching band kid. And even then, I loved the marching band. But I was constantly told by the people around me and by coaches and by adults that I wasn't good enough. And that I was a problem. And it sent me into that hole. But the weightlifting got me out. The weightlift, weightlifting changed my life. It got me out of everything. I was trying so hard to be small and to keep myself small. 
And then all of a sudden, I wanted to take up space. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to wear things that made me feel good. I wanted to do something to change my body for the better. Instead of trying to get smaller, I was trying to get stronger, bigger, eat more, learn everything I could about nutrition, learn everything I could about weightlifting to be the best I could possibly be. It gave me an outlet for all of these emotions that I was feeling towards whatever was going on in my life and whatever I was feeling about myself, and it flipped it. And yeah, people kind of made fun of me, weirdly enough. Um, some people in high school, the athletes, football players, would uh, make jokes at me if I wore my leggings to school. So I didn't wear my gym leggings to school. Make jokes on me um, for being a girl that lifts weights. I was one of the very few girls in my school that did that. Um, but we can see where they are now as opposed to where I am now. Uh, this has become my goddamn life. Um, but I didn't let it get to me. That was, that was the, it was the thing that saved me and they didn't need to know that. Uh, it only accelerated when I went to college. I got my certification in personal training and I didn't know that that would change my life even more. It introduced me to a community of people and of uh, places that I felt like home. I was scared to go to college because I have never felt like I belong in that stereotypical college lifestyle. Binge drinking, partying, sleeping in all day. That's never really been my thing. I didn't know if I was going to find anybody that understood that. And all of a sudden, everybody around me understood. Everybody around me did what I did, felt how I did, pushed ourselves to be better. And it was beautiful. It was really formative and transformative. All those people really shaped me into who I am now. And from there, I found up in bodybuilding and competing, which has been the most life-changing. I know I said all this stuff is life-changing, but bodybuilding has been one of the most life-changing experiences I've done as well. I mean, I went from only lifting weights to try to change my body to I just wanted to be the best bodybuilder I could be and you'll realize as you get deeper into weights the things that you're doing are less on trying to change your body uh change the specific body part and they're more on just improvement and improvement in these weights and how you feel and that's when your body sees the most change so weightlifting and bodybuilding was my everything I competed I did extremely well I uh, competed in 2019 for the first time, and after that, my reverse, because I had all of these unresolved issues with food and eating and relationships with food, my reverse after my show sucked. I went from being so, so, so strict and scared to put on this weight to, frankly, binge eating um, with restricting and then hating myself all over again, and I was so upset. Uh, quarantine really made it worse too. I know a lot of people can relate with that. I was so upset at myself for working myself out of this hole that I dug myself in for years and years and years, and then it all reversed back. And what was I supposed to do? Because now I'm binging. I'd never done that before. And now I can't control myself around food. Now I'm feeling like I'm letting myself go after I spent so much time keeping it together and being in the best shape of my life. What am I supposed to do with that? So, you know... I moved on and 2020 taught me a lot about myself, about the way that I perceive myself, about the way other people perceive me, about my relationship with food. And frankly, 
I had to let myself reach the bottom again to work my way up to the top, which is how we're here right now, why I'm here right now. I'm in a place that I, a year ago, you could have never told me I was in, that I would love myself, be so obsessed with the way I look, be so obsessed with my personality, be so content with who I am. Like, that was not me a year ago. And I feel like everybody should deserve to feel how I feel. And yes, like I said, I'm not perfect. I have days that I don't feel great. Everybody does. But it breaks my heart to be going through all of this silently for years like I have been and look up and realize there are so many people going through everything that I went through right now and have been. And it's like you feel so alone. And then you realize all these people are going through it too. So why are we all alone when we could be speaking on this together? Um, the biggest thing with that is the dreaded weight gain and gaining weight. And that was my worst fear for years and years and years. I truly believed that if I gained weight or got fat, I'm using quotes right there, that that was the end all be all. That my life had no meaning if I was fat. Quotes again. Uh, that's all relative to how you would perceive yourself. So I had all of these rules and restrictions and things that I thought, if you're fat, no one's going to love you. You're not going to have friends. You're going to hate yourself and blah, blah, blah. And once you lose weight, once I do this, once I'm this certain amount of weight, once I don't eat this, once I only eat this, that's when I'm going to be happy. Well, as someone that's been literally all over the spectrum, literally had every kind of disordered eating pattern you could have, been the highest of highs and lowest of lows when it comes to my body. I'm here to tell you that that's all that's all BS. There's n- you're never ever going to reach a specific point in your head that that is when you're happy. That's just not how it works. Um, ooh, I got a little drink of water. I'm a little heated right here. Ooh, so what I am hoping to get out of this um, podcast for you all is to give you tools and tips to accepting the point in your journey that you're at and realizing that it's not a destination, it's a journey. And there are constant ebbs and flows, but that's what makes your fitness journey, your mental health journey, life so beautiful, is that we have the opportunity to experience highs, we have the opportunity to experience lows, and it all comes together to form this crazy thing that is called our lives and that we are so blessed to have every day and to wake up every day and have and I don't know about you but if you feel like you wake up every day just wanting just waking up to survive and you wake up every day hating yourself and hating the vessel that you've been blessed with I don't know if that's how you want to keep living but as someone that had been in those points for multiple years and in really dark places and I didn't want to be there I was looking for anything, anyone to save me, and that's when I realized it all comes from you. There is not a thing and there is not a person that is going to save you, that is going to make you happy, that is going to make you lose this weight that's going to make you happy. It's it's nothing. There is no external factor that's going to save you. It's all internal, and hopefully together uh, we can work on finding these internal factors or finding these 
um, moments of peace and clarity that are going to make you feel more confident and stronger. And I'm not saying this as you shouldn't lose weight, you shouldn't gain weight, you shouldn't, you might have uh, physical goals that you have. I do. I still do. I'm always improving myself. I'm getting ready to prep again. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't accept where we are right now, accept the bodies that we've been given. And furthermore, I think we should really start focusing less on our physical and more on our mental. What do you have to offer mentally? What is your mind? How do you look on the inside? What is beautiful about your mind? Your bodies are all beautiful. I'm telling you, no matter how you look right now, your body is beautiful. But what's on the inside is what's really going to count. And I know that sounds so cliche, but the older I've gotten, the more I've been through with all of this, I've realized that no one's going to love you when you're a size 2. No one's going to love you when you're a size 22. Like, if you suck, you suck. And you can be skinny or fat or anywhere in the middle like whatever if you suck you suck and it took me a long time to realize that um from being in the leanest that I've been until the least leanest I've been I realized people didn't treat me differently just because my body looked a certain way and people weren't unattracted to me or attracted to me based on my body yes of course that has a factor in it sadly which we can talk about uh being a college girl, I can have my two cents on that, but when it came down to it, and as people are closer to me, it's the mind, and it's the mentality that's going to separate you from other people, so I feel like that kind of wraps up, um, keep the first episode a little bit short, I feel like that kind of wraps up what I was trying to get across, hopefully we can embark on this together, and and see where all of this takes us, so thank you so much for tuning in, I'm going to shoot for recording one of these and posting them every other week. And I am so, so excited for you to embark on your journey of learning to love yourself every day for who you are, one step at a time.